Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Hallelujah. Yeah, I just came running because we have a test first and then the message. So, I told we will have a test last week. And that's why the reason many chairs are empty today. Yeah, but we definitely will have a test. And it's going to be oral test. Ready for that? Nobody is giving me eye contact now. Yeah, we are always lifelong, we are students. The student behaviors never goes off. Alright, okay. Uh, let's start. Um, I have a box full of need and it is locked with a number key. What's the secret code to open that number key? Good. Those who are wondering, what is this 633? Please go back and watch last week's message. Yeah, 633 is your code to open the number lock for the box which is full of your needs. Yeah? Okay. We talked about um, a, a pattern of prayer and we said, uh, choose which among this is true. Um, we called it as the Lord's Prayer or the Disciples' Prayer. Which one is the correct answer? I love it. You guys are really good. Give yourself all those who answered. Give yourself a pat on your back. Yeah. So it's not Lord's Prayer. It is the Disciples' Prayer, and the Disciples' Prayer starts with Our Father in Heaven. Fantastic. And till where did we do last week? Thy kingdom come. Alright? And then we will pick it up from there. Alright? Uh, are you ready? So the disciples prayer was a response to a question. What was that question? Teach us to pray. And that would be our prayer today morning as well. So with eyes closed, let's pray the same prayer. Teach us to pray. Alright? Father, this morning we come to you and we ask of you, Father, teach us to pray. Holy Spirit, you are the teacher, you are the counselor, you are the revealer of the truth who is with us. And you are here and you have been ministering to us. So we reach out to you, Holy Spirit. Speak to us and teach us, Holy Spirit, to pray. Can you make this prayer loudly by yourself? Teach us to pray. Thank you, Spirit of God, that you are a prayer answering God and you are here answering our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Just a recap, we said, uh, prayer starts with positioning ourselves in the time of prayer. And the first part of the positioning is to understand who we are, whose we are. We are representing a people group and uh, the standards. And that's why the first phrase is, our Father in heaven. So we, we meditated on this word Father so that we recognize every time we come into our Father's presence. It is, it is important that we take time to meditate on our Father, who He is and who we are in Him. In fact, that meditation itself settles a lot of things for our life. 
and then to recognize our we are not just praying for our my 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 personal need we are going on behalf of a people group so when jesus said when you pray go into the room close the room in secret and pray one on one with father so when when you and father are together but you're going on behalf of a multitude of people and that would be starting from your own family to your neighborhood to your community to the church the body of christ every time we go to the father we are going on behalf of people so that's where our father because our father thinks kingdom and we are part of his kingdom as sons we are all sons in his kingdom daughters in his kingdom so we are praying on behalf of people that's our father and we say in heaven because we have to realize the standards the ways of the heaven is very different the kingdom of heaven is very different from the kingdom of this earth the pattern of the kingdom of heaven is very different from the pattern of this world and so we recognize that our god's standard his ways are very different than what we really feel that it is our need on this earth so that becomes our positioning in prayer such till this time we are meditating on our father in heaven the next phrase is where we started the petitioning that's our first prayer and the first prayer we said is hallowed be your name or our first prayer is father be glorified let our prayer be full of that intent that what are we are whatever we are asking for we are asking for the glory of our father so we start with lord you be glorified on in our home you glorified in our workplace you be glorified in our church you be glorified in our community you be glorified in this nation you be glorified everywhere and let your glory fill the earth as the water covers the sea because that's the heart of the father and as, as sons and daughters as the king king's son we want the glory of the king be revealed on this earth and that's why every prayer we are seeking for the glory of god to manifest and today as i was preparing as i did last week my only prayer is father you be glorified in our midst you be glorified let your name be kept holy let your name be exalted let your name be lifted high because that's the intent and the purpose of our life and with that settles a lot of thing and let that be a part of our daily prayer can we in one accord lift up our voice and ask our father lord be glorified in our midst all right i'll count 3 and when i finish 3 in one accord but the 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 key is in one accord because when the disciples came together in one accord and they waited on the lord what happened suddenly there was the presence of the holy spirit and because of what happened on the on the day of pentecost we still carry that fire even today so i am expecting the glory of god to be revealed in this place but for that we got to come in one accord and why can't we come in one accord when we are all sons and daughters of this living god when we all call the same god as our 
our father so there is no you know differences amongst us and i want our we join our hearts together and cry out let your name be glorified or just say be glorified be glorified in our midst be glorified in our midst are you ready for that let's try it out are you ready for that practice be glorified in our midst all right now close your eyes in your spirit unite with everybody here and in one accord 3 2 1 go and you know what a god hears this prayer he will be glorified in our midst today he will reveal his glory in our midst i know there is doubt i know there is unbelief in this place i can sense it but in spite of it i want to tell you god will be glorified god will be glorified because that's the purpose of our prayer every time we are seeking god we are seeking that he would be glorified and so we said our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name your name be glorified and verse 10 we said your kingdom come and that would mean your kingdom come in every area of our life in my life in my family in my community in my church your kingdom come why because your ways are perfect because your ways are perfect your kingdom ways are perfect and we want that to happen and so we are asking your kingdom come can we do that loudly 3 to 1 you have to say your kingdom come in one accord all right here we go 3 2 1 go and our father says yes that's my heart for you as well his kingdom will come the next phrase says your will be done and that's a part of our daily prayer we are seeking god your will be done why because his ways his kingdom ways his kingdom will is very different from the patterns of this world and wherever we go into we are seeking his kingdom come his will be done in that place so this morning we will start from your will be done all right and for which it is important that we understand his kingdom and his kingdom's ways and it is important for us to understand the kingdom's will the kingdom's constitution and the kingdom's ways it's only then we know what is his will otherwise we can just pray a very generic prayer your will be done so it's important that we 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 seek after and that is 633 what is 633 matthew 633 seek first the kingdom of god and how do you seek something if you have to seek for gold how would you go about seeking it seeking what would mean seeking searching researching going after it you know working towards it uh, learning about it you see there is there is work to be done to seek after kingdom of god so we seek after kingdom of god then all these things will be added unto you so christ is calling us as his citizens in his kingdom asking us to know his kingdom first because if we know his kingdom it's only then we can ask 
what belongs to his kingdom, ways of his kingdom, the will of his kingdom. His kingdom is very different from the pattern of this world. For example, you know, there is a, I shared in this in the morning as well, there is a citizenship program in the kingdom of God. You know that? And what is that citizenship program? There is a PR, permanent residence program in the citizen, to, to become the citizen of the kingdom of God. How, how, where do you apply for it? Which embassy do you apply for it? Sorry? How do you get a permanent residency in the kingdom of God? No? How did you get your permanent residency in the kingdom of God? Through what Christ did on the cross. So you need to have a stamp on your forehead. What is that stamp? The stamp of ownership which is from the Holy Spirit. And we are purchased by the blood of the Lamb. That's the citizenship plan in the kingdom of God. There is a citizenship program. I hope all of you have signed up for the citizenship program and, you know, for the kingdom of God. Permanent residence. Yeah? No? Some of you are confused. You're, it's okay. You have a passport of India. Keep that. But you also have a citizenship. You are, we are all having dual citizenship, by the way. Hey, did I say anything wrong? I, I, I'm getting a little confused. Are you with me? Yeah? Do you know that you're in dual citizenship? Yeah? Some of you might have three, but that's okay. But the permanent residency is in? In heaven. Absolutely. Do you know that there is a residence program in uh, heaven? Housing program? What's the housing program? In my father's house there are many mansions. And I'm going to prepare a place for you. So that you can be with me where I am. For? For? Ever. That's a housing program. See, the kingdom of God has different standards. Alright, some of you have mansions in the kingdom of God. Come on, say amen to it. Instead of, you know, putting all our resources to buy a piece of land, here is a residence program. Just believe in me, says the Lord. Yeah? You get permanent, eternal residency in mansion where... You will walk on the streets of gold. See, they have a different level of understanding because of the kingdom of God. Do you know that there is an education program in the kingdom of God? What is the education program? I'm going to send you another person exactly like me who will be with you, who is your counselor, the teacher. He's the revealer of the truth. You don't need to go to a place for tuition. Here the teacher is coming to you. And be with you. And will teach you. For. For. Ever. Even in the night when you are sleeping. Do you realize there is laws and oracles being written in your heart? Because that's the presence of God. He is a teacher 24-7. That's the education program in our kingdom of God. Come on, I want you to be joyful of these programs. No? Yeah, why are you surprised? Some of you are very surprised. Alright, let's talk about economy in the kingdom of God. What's the economy in the kingdom of God? There is no cash printing machines there. Gold reserves are everywhere. 
the 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 principle of the economy in the kingdom of god is you give it's not you take and hold it's you give and you get back what's the multiples that you get back 30 60 100 10x whatever but it's always coming in multiples you see the economy in which the kingdom of god operates is very different there is a health program in the kingdom of god yeah there is a health department in the kingdom of god okay we'll go it doesn't seem to be i i'm the only one who is excited about that because i signed up for all this program i have signed up for all this program why should i miss out on this because this is the rights of the citizen of the kingdom of god i don't want you to be ignorant about it not just being aware of it go sign up for this program be there and access all that the kingdom has to offer the health program says by my stripes you are healed by the word of his mouth you are healed there is no scope for illness in the kingdom of god you see that his he forgives all our sins and he heals some all our diseases that's the kingdom program that's the kingdom program the kingdom of heaven is of a different standard don't compare it with what you see in this world and hence we pray let your kingdom come let your will be done and that's why when i enter into my day when i get into the day's activities wherever i am going i am seeking father let your kingdom economy come here let your kingdom's health program come here let your kingdom's education program come here let your will be done in this place because your will is way different from the earth's pattern of doing things and so we got to be very very familiar with the will of god how do you know the will of god how do you know the will of god how do, how do you know the will that is written by your parents thank you so much yeah at least that is of some importance yeah for some of us at least that will you want to know what is written in that will no even that you don't want to know give me some responses you want to know right how would you know what is written in the will you got to have an access to it and read it how will you get the access to it you got to know the person who has written it or who has that will all right i mean if you know the person really well you actually will get to know what's there in the will but if you get an access to that will you will read is my name somewhere there yeah you see the will because that's a promise but in the kingdom of god the will has been revealed to his people and the will is in his word his constitution this is his will this is his will and this will has been revealed to us and and for us to know this will more we we have to know the king we know the king we know his ways we know his constitution i think that that gives us the right to pray let your will be done I was just thinking this morning if you're getting into your day's activities all right let's say you have a business presentation to be made in is coming up in your day 
and you want to know what's the father's will for you in that particular situation all right what's your father's will for you for that situation what does the bible say what does the constitution say what does the constitution say so for which you got to know the constitution and what does the constitution say in the in the section of genesis section 1 article 23 or clause 23 26 what does it say hello he called us to be fruitful and multiply so everything that i would do put my hands to work in what's god's will for you to be fruitful and to multiply for all the students out here if you are studying what is god's will for your studies it is to be fruitful and to multiply because that's god's will for you so how would you make this prayer when you're praying you're seeking god let your will be done so that would mean god god whatever i do today let it be multiplied let it be fruitful it's a good prayer to pray every day because that's the heart of the father for you that's the will of the father for you everything that you put your hands to work let it be multiplied and we heard that as a prophetic word as well today bless the work of my hand look at your hand just look at your hand stare at your hand and speak to your hand god multiply the work of my hand bless the work of my hand cause an increase with the work of my hand because that's the will of the father for you because that's the heart of the father for you and you're getting into your presentation you're thinking lord multiply but i don't know what to speak what does the constitution says what does the constitution say it says when you are standing before the king he will give you words in your mouth to speak the spirit of god will give you words in your mouth to speak so you will say let your will be done come holy spirit fill my mouth with the words to speak because you are now asking the will of god because that's the will of god god desires that he speaks through you and he will fill your mouth with his word and then so god i don't know i'm a bit confused what's the will of the god what's the will of god in that place when you're a little confused you say according to the to the book of james um section 1 article 5 or clause 5 it says if any of you lack wisdom ask and he will give you generously without finding fault so the will of the father is we operate out of wisdom all right and he gives wisdom for everyone who ask for it so now i will pray father it is your will that i operate out of your wisdom so grant me wisdom you see i'm using the constitution i'm using the 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 the, the promises from his constitution to pray to seek his presence in everything that i do and that's why we say let your will be done so we got to know the will we got to seek after the will we got to know his kingdom we got to know his constitution and and start using those clause 
as part of your prayer because that is the will of the father it is it delights our father to see his children very confident about the constitution about his promises to put our trust in his promises and to operate out of his promises so we did our father who art in heaven be thou glorified your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven we move to the next one give us this day our daily bread if we were to change that bread to something else what would that be give us this day our daily steak is it <laughs> what could that be give us this day our daily bread was in those days you know let's culturally be relevant pizza what else for me it starts with b biryani give us this day our daily dose of biryani see when biryani pizza steak came everybody had a smile on the face i'm feeling so good <laughs> all right okay but the kingdom of god is not about eating and drinking it is about righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost so this definitely not about bread all right definitely not about bread so don't go sad on me there is more to it all right so what does this mean christ himself claims that i am the bread of life all right when he fed the 5000 and when the disciples came to him he said you know don't come after me for this this bread thing because i am the living bread i am the bread of life if they were hungry he was the bread of life for them and to the woman in the you know near the well at samaria he said i am the living water that will quench your thirst all right so he he becomes the living water for somebody who's got a deep desire deep need to quench he becomes the living water for somebody who is hungry he becomes the living bread so what is this saying give us this day our daily bread would mean be to us what we need for that day if i need a deliverer Jesus you be my deliverer if i need a healer jesus you be my healer if i need a, a a provider jesus you be my provider if i need a a guide jesus you be my shepherd everything that i need for that day he is the person that he is he covers everything that's why he's named as i am i am i will be what you want me to be and that's how he addresses our daily need but then i was meditating on this give us this day our daily bread be to us what we need you to be be to me what you want what you you, you what i need you to be i was just thinking there are many days i don't even know how i want god to manifest because i personally don't have a plan for that day it is yet another day if i don't know what's going to happen during the day i don't know what i'm going to seek god for so i got into this habit of trying to plan and structure my day 
So if in a given day, 24 hours, alright, at least 12 of them you might be active. In that 12 hours, there are different needs that you would get into. And for each need, he can be what you want him to be. Like for example, you know, as I said, you know, I have a presentation to make. What do you want Jesus to be during that presentation? A mentor, a strength, um, God of favor, God of grace, God of wisdom. You be the God of wisdom during my 10 a.m. presentation. Then Jesus will manifest as the bread of life, providing you the wisdom at that point of need. What if you don't have a plan for that day? What happens? Another day just passes by. I really felt the need to, to make sense of this prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. I felt the need to structure our day and plan our day and ask the Holy Spirit to walk with us through this day. And if we don't have a structure, don't have a plan, somebody else will plan our day and we will just go around with those plans. I want to first encourage you, first plan your day. And when you are planning, nothing like doing a joint planning with Jesus. Right at the beginning of the day, you can say, Lord, we have a fantastic day ahead. How do we conquer this day? What do we do today? You know, let that be our prayer. Can we, can we plan this day together? Alright, 7 a.m., let's do this. And while I'm doing my exercise, I want you to be my strength. For me, I want you to be my encourager. Just to keep going. You see that? For everyone, it could be different. Alright, 7.45, I'm going to meet up with this person. There is some trouble that he is going through. I want you to be the deliverer. Alright, uh, 8.15, I'm heading out to my office. I'm going to travel for 30 minutes. I want you to be the, my, my provider, my protector, my covering, your presence. And that's how we plan our day. And for each of this requirement, he becomes our bread of life. He becomes what we need him to be. And that's how you do a joint planning. But not all the planning that you did will go exactly to the same way. It is better that you become a bit flexible because the more you start doing this, the more Holy Spirit becomes active. And then there will be time when He will nudge you and say, go pray for that person. And that's where you will go and pray and you will seek God to be His deliverer, God to be His savior, God to be His defender or whatever. You know your calling on the name of God and His nature according to the name of God will manifest at that place. Give us this day our daily bread. Be to us what we need you in different situation. Can you say amen to that? Yeah. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He said, I am the living bread. Um, it's better we plan our day together with the Lord and seek Him to be what you want Him to be. There was something, some as I was meditated on this, I was just thinking, much of our prayer is for the future. You know, in fact, when we pray, we are thinking a lot 
out of anxiety we are praying for 5 years, 10 years down the line. But interestingly this prayer is give us give us give us this day our daily bread be to me what I need you to be today. Forget about tomorrow. Do not be anxious about your future. Why? Because I trust in my king, my father, in my father's kingdom. My plans for my future is already carved out. He has perfect plans for me. He has a plan for my future. That is his will. Okay, he has a plan for my future. My, my father, my king has a perfect plan for the future. What I need to do is to live today. Make your today count. Make your today count. Tomorrow has its own worry. God has taken care of it. Let's not be too anxious about tomorrow. I was just thinking, what would be that one thing that I will get very anxious about tomorrow? Not that I do, but probably top of the mind that came in was retirement. And suddenly the Holy Spirit taught me that there is no retirement in the kingdom of God. Because there is no retirement to be the son of this living God. Once you become a son, you are son for eternity. And so there is no retirement. So as a son, I continue to serve the father for ever. Whether you like it or not, you and me are going to work for eternity. Only one amen came in for that. Whether you like it or not, we all call to work for eternity. Because we are son of the living God. And he never sleeps, nor slumbers. He works. God is a working God. Except for once in a week. I think he also does his Shabbat. I heard a preacher who said, I don't pray on a Shabbat. He was, why giving work to God? <laughs> I liked it. He's taken it too seriously. <laughs> God is good. He's, all, he's there with us all the time. So since there is no retirement, I think we need to get into the habit of taking one day at a time. The resources, the mana for us is for that day. Learn to enjoy your day. Do the best out of the day. And the best you could do for that day is to plan your day together with Jesus. Alright? Plan your day together with Jesus. And when you come to the end of the day, when you're you know, hitting the bed, you're tired, but you will be content. You will be happy because you did a day together with Jesus. And then when you reflect back, oh, 7.30, Lord, that encouragement was really good. I worked it out. Tick box. We did it. We did it. 7.45, that you know, meeting with that person, uh, he was a bit resistive, but I know you are his savior. One day that breakthrough will happen. We did it. 9 o'clock, the presentation went superb. Thank you for the multiplication. We did it. And so, the prayer in the evening would be a review of the day and a heart full of gratitude. And you can boldly say at the end of the day, I have accomplished everything that you have entrusted it to me. 
And if you keep this as a practice for the end of the week, you'll say, I have accomplished everything that you have entrusted to me for this week. I have accomplished everything that you have entrusted to me for the month, for the year. An end of the life like Jesus did in John chapter 17. Father, I have accomplished everything that you have entrusted to me. We'll be able to give a good account of our life if we have a plan and if we do life together with the presence of the Holy Spirit. Give us, give us, I'm dependent on you. Today, let's plan for today. My daily bread, be my living bread, be to me what I need you to be. You be my provider, you be my savior, you be my defender, you be my refuge, you be my God of grace, God of favor, God of wisdom. And, and the more you know God, the more you would be engaged with who he is in different situations of your day. Can you do some planning for your day? I know I'm going to disrupt some of your planning for the afternoon today. Think about it. What's your plan for the afternoon? Biryani is allowed. Biryani is somewhere. <laughs> Biryani is allowed. After Biryani, what? <laughs> Today is Shabbat. <laughs> you deserve a good sleep. All right. Okay. I want you to imagine this. When you pray, you're taking time to position yourself, our Father in heaven. Your first petition is, God, you be glorified in everything that I do, wherever I am. Second petition is, let your kingdom come, because your kingdom way is very different. We want your reign to come here. Third petition is, your will be done. And so you're referring to different constitution uh, clauses and the promises, and you're saying, let your will be done. And then you're planning your day together with the Lord. And you're saying, God, be to me what I need you to be through this day. Does that, does that give you a structure? Alright, we move to the next one. Verse 12 is a very tricky prayer. So, you've got to understand this well. Because when I was preparing, I came across um, a, a quote by Charles Spurgeon. And he said, unless you have forgiven others, you, uh, sorry, when you read this you know, the disciples' prayer in verse 12. You read your own death warrant when you repeat the Lord's prayer. I repeat. You read your own death warrant when you repeat the Lord's prayer. So the verse 12 is a little tricky one. This is one, one such occasion where Christ can say, I caught you. You better be careful. So you, even if you don't, do not pay attention to the first thing, this one don't miss it out because this can damage. Are you okay? You're paying attention? Okay, what does this say? And forgive us our debts or sins, transgressions, iniquities. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. So if you have not forgiven others, what does that do? What does that do? You don't receive your forgiveness. Did you know that forgiveness is conditional? His love is unconditional. He loves you. Okay, you have soaked in his love and you are seeking, Father, forgive me for what I did. Mm -mm. Not happening. 
I will forgive you exactly how you forgive others. Yeah? Just keep a poker face and look around. Is there any image, any picture, any bitterness that's coming up in your heart about it? anyone in the church? No? No, you're okay? That's good. Now think about some family members. I can see smoke coming out. <laughs> or think about some workplace related people, you know, your bosses. Yeah? Take a minute in your heart, say, I forgive them. I forgive them. I forgive them. Now you pray, Father, forgive me for what I have done. What happens? You're forgiven. You receive the forgiveness. You accept that forgiveness. You live in that forgiveness. So the word that I got today morning was, you know, as, as his sons, as his daughters of this living God, the pattern in the kingdom is we are habitual forgivers. With forgiveness, forgiving others is a habit. It's an everyday thing. It's instantaneous. Because as sons of God, we don't carry that grudge and that bitterness. Because I know if I carry grudge, bitterness, resentment in my heart, I can't go to my father asking for forgiveness. And not just about asking forgiveness. It is about the nature of the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, there is no resentment. There is no bitterness. When we are coming into the presence of God, it is important that we come with a heart that has forgiven people. So, if I were to pick this second part of this phrase, and we have, as we have forgiven our debtors, I think this should come right at the beginning even before we pray. So, now we'll change the pattern. So, when you go for praying, even before you're positioning yourself as our Father in Heaven, first thing what you have to do is reflect on the last day and see if there is anyone whom you feel bitterness or if you have got offended, the first thing to do is, Father, forgive him. I forgive him. See, there is a difference in saying sorry and there is a difference in saying, I forgive you. Try it out. So in your spirit, say, I forgive that person. And if that requires somebody to be called, somebody to be you know, met, somebody to be hugged, please do so before you come into the presence of God. And that's the pattern of the, 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 the kingdom. In fact, the word of God says, even before you come for giving your sacrifice, go reconcile with your brother if you have anything. So you first, part of your prayer is to reconcile with the people. Ask God to show you if there is anyone who requires to be forgiven. If we have got into a pattern that we have hardened our hearts and we don't even realize that somebody has to be forgiven. Ask God to open up. And that's what David did. He said, God, show me if there is any evil intent in my heart. Show me. And that's a good prayer to pray. And God always answers that prayer. He will answer that prayer. And when God reveals if there is an evil intent, if there is somebody whom we have not forgiven, if there is a bitterness, first settle that. 
Then you go into the positioning, our Father in heaven, so and God's love, you know, all that. And then you get into the prayer, hallowed be the name. So you're getting into the ways of the kingdom of God. And when you reach here, you'll have to just say, and forgive all that I did. As I forgived before I start the prayer, all the people who have forgiven, who have to be forgiven. Are you with me? We got to be habitual forgivers. And so it is not when you pray alone. Let's make it as a habit in your daily walk, in your day, in your days to day to day activities. Be quick to forgive. Make forgiveness instantaneous. Because I've seen when I delay to forgive, when I delay to say a sorry, I find it extremely difficult to go back and ask for forgiveness. But it is very easy if it is instantaneous. So make it a habit of forgiving then and there. So that we can always keep on praying. Because praying without ceasing would mean we are always prepared to pray like this. So get into a habit of instantaneous uh, forgiven and forgive us our debts as we have also as we have forgiven our debtors the lord reminded me that there are people whom god has forgiven but they still have not accepted the forgiveness of god they've been very tough on them and you have sinned against god or if you have done anything wrong against god and god says i forgive you I have removed your sin as far as east is from the west. And I don't keep a memory, do not keep a record of your sin. It is erased. It is erased. It has become white as snow. And so he's asking, you got to forgive yourself too. You got to forgive yourself too. So in the list of forgive others, start forgiving yourself too. Forgive yourself, forgive others and receive the forgiveness of God. And that's a privilege of the sons of God. It's not available. There is no scheme for forgiveness in this world. Because we sin against God and it's only God who can forgive. And He's just, He's just to forgive all our sin. He's slow to anger and His Rich in mercy. Every time we go to him, seeking for forgiveness, he forgives. So learn to forgive yourself too. Sometimes it's good to hug yourself and say, God loves me. He's forgiven me. I receive his forgiveness. Be free. Be free. God doesn't want you to be in the bondage. He set you free by paying a very hefty price for you. And then we go to the last pass and do not lead us into temptation. And that was a little confusing because do not lead us into temptation makes me feel God leads us into temptation. Does God lead us into temptation? We'll read James chapter 1 verse 13. James chapter 1 verse 13. Which comes first? All right. Alright, okay. Yeah. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. I think that is plain, simple English. No complications, right? Hello? Yeah? Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself 
tempt anyone. So lead us not into temptation. First thing we got to be sure is God does not lead us into temptation. So I found a better, better version of it in, in message translation which says, keep us safe from ourselves and the devil. And I'll tell you why that is better. Because what is the source of a temptation? Temptation comes from the devil, from the worldly patterns, the systems of the world, and in James it says, from our own desires. From our own desires. So bottom line, it's from two sources. Our own desires or the devil. And that's why the Message Bible's translation really hit the mark well. Keep us safe from ourselves. God, keep me safe from myself. I sometimes feel I am the biggest problem for myself. I fall into trap led by myself. I don't even want to give that credit to the devil. Sometimes the devil has got nothing to do. I have gone into that trap myself. Because of the evil desires. So keep us safe from myself. And that's a good prayer to pray. To start the day and asking the Lord, Lord, these are the areas where I really need your strength. These are the areas where I need your grace. And the Bible says he's given grace to all mankind to say no to ungodliness. Anything that is not against, that is against the will of the Father, you and me can find grace. Grace is an enablement. That enablement to tell no. And that's why we are asking, Lord, save me from myself. Give me the grace. Give me the strength. Give me that, empower me to say no to ungodliness. And let that be a prayer every day. Why? Because we, though we are living in this world, we are living as the kingdom citizen. The Patterns are very different. The systems are very different. My God's standard is very different. I belong to the king who is my father. In my father's house, the system is very different. And so, I'm asking the father, Lord, save me from myself. Do not allow me to fall into anything. But, grant me the grace to say no to many things that comes during the day. And finally, it says, but deliver us from evil. That's the time where you would get into Ephesians chapter 6. And I don't mind you turning to Ephesians chapter 6. And we will put on the armor of God. Alright? Verse 10. This is the time before you enter into the day. And verse 10 you will say, finally, Be strong in the Lord and the strength of His might. You are recognizing that you are entering the day not by your strength, but by the strength of the Lord. And you are seeking God's strength in your life. And then you are saying, 
put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. And then you are putting on the full armor of God. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. And then you will read through the entire um, armor of God and start wearing them. So that you are clothed yourself for a fabulous day ahead. And then when you enter into the day's activity, Bible never says that you will not, you will not face testing, you will not face trials, you will not face temptation. Never says that. You are prepared to face battles. We are not getting into a, a, a rosy day. We are getting into a warfare zone. So every day in the morning when we get and step into our day's activity, we're getting into a warfare zone. We want to be very mindful of it and therefore we cover ourselves with the armor of God and we step into our day's activity. Alright, so how then should we pray? I'll just recap it for you. Are you with me so far? First is if you have anything against anyone, first settle them. In your heart, in your spirit, if that requires for you to call somebody, talk to somebody, please do so. Once that is done, take some time uh, in, in, a, in a quiet place to meditate. Father and you, what's the relationship? To soak your life in the Father's love. Receive that unconditional love. Soak yourself in that. It's okay to get into a time of worship there as a father. Get into a conversation of love, love conversation with the father. Alright, and just to soak yourself there. And then recognize who are the people group that you are going to represent in the hour. And take them along with you into the father's presence. And then recognize that father belongs to a different system that's in heaven. Acknowledge it. Get into a time of prayer and worship at that point. Then move into the first petition. Be glorified. Hallowed be thy name. I can guarantee if you start saying be glorified in this, in this area, in this area, you will very soon switch over in praying in the spirit. And when you pray in the spirit, you will realize you are magnifying God. You are already magnifying God in the spirit. Because in the spirit, you are glorifying God. Because that's what is happening in the heavens. That's what is happening across. God is glorified. And then you move into your kingdom come. And your will be done. And when you are praying, your will be done. Refer to the constitution. Start picking up some of the... The, the, the promises and then you know maybe remember what was the promises that was shared today that you God is anointing today's word God is anointing you like he anointed Bezalel that was the first anointing in the Bible where he was anointed where he was given the, the, the knowledge 
the skill the spirit of wisdom anointed to do craft work in the house of God now today we got that word now hold on to that word and you say Lord that is your will for my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Friday, everything that I do let it come through an unction let it come through an anointing that you have promised during when we met together in the house of God so your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread, don't just read that sentence take a paper take a pen jointly plan your day with Jesus and for every line item ask Jesus you be my savior you be my redeemer you be my provider you be my healer you be my 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 source you you just call on his name what you want him to be forgive us our debts seek for forgiveness as you have forgiven before you started the prayer and then save me from myself that I will not fall into temptation save me from evil that I will not give away yield into temptation but grant me the grace to say no to ungodliness and then put on the armor of God and get ready for a fabulous day God has put the structure so beautifully covers every dimension of what we need for today and when we do it every day we will be finally able to say Lord I have accomplished everything that you have entrusted to me can we pray Father we ask of you that you continue to teach us to pray Spirit of God Holy Spirit enable us to put this into practice every day and to grow closer to walk closer with you to commune with you to fellowship with you to make prayer a a a non-ceasing thing that we will pray without ceasing and we would love to come to you and pray spirit of god thank you for your word is that you're raising up a generation who will who will understand the purpose of prayer and will pray Lord you are raising up men who will lift up their hands everywhere and pray and so we believe in this this word of yours God and we pray Lord let men arise let women arise let your son arise Lord your daughters arise everywhere and pray and we will see your kingdom come We will see that you are glorified. We see that your name is exalted and lifted high. Father, we bless you. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wicc.in.